0: It's UNRELATED THINGS! Hey everybody, welcome to what might be an episode of UNRELATED THINGS. I haven't done an episode of UNRELATED THINGS in more than a year. I've been doing working on my other podcasts, Bernie 2020 and Polirical Podcasts. Check those out if you're not already subscribed. Um... That's where I've been focusing more attention lately. So I figured, hey, why not uh, do an episode of Unrelated Things, live stream on Twitch, see how this goes, see what happens, see if my computer can take the strain of uh, recording and live streaming on Twitch and see if I can get an episode out of it. So uh, welcome. If you want to reach out to me, unrelatedthings at gmail. Dot com or just go to unrelatedthings.net and you'll see that and all of my other podcasts and activities. I'm doing some drawing lately as well. That is at Polarticle. It's like political art. So it's P-O-L-A-R-T-I-C-A-L.com. You can find that also at unrelatedthings.net. Uh, so... Um, I do collect a lot of stories still. If you use the app Flipboard, or if you want to go to the link on unrelatedthings.net, find the Flipboard app link or the Flipboard link. You can get the app as well. Uh, you can follow my magazine, that's where I throw a lot of the stories that I end up talking about on Unrelated Things. So let's jump in. Number one is a story from bustle.com by amanda chattel c-h-a-t-e-l maybe it's chattel uh these 10 states own the most dildos surveys find it's no surprise that the sex toy industry is a huge business over the last several years it's gone from a small market that created a few to a multi-billion dollar industry that continues to grow and grow rapidly one of the reasons it's doing so well is because more and more people are buying sex toys As the quantity and innovation of the toys becomes more exciting and competitive, Um, Love Honey conducted a survey of 11,400 American sex toy owners to get their input. What they found was that of those 11,000 respondents, 70% of them own at least one dildo. It also seems that dildo use gets more popular with age. 71% of Americans over 40, men and women, own one, compared to 68% of those between 18 and 30. Also, women corner the market on dildo ownership at 78%, compared to 64% of men. But the survey didn't stop there. Here are the top 10 states for dildo ownership, according to Love Honey. Number one, Iowa. If you live in Iowa and own a dildo, then congratulations, you're living in a state with the highest dildo ownership in the country, with 42.3% of Iowans owning at least one dildo. It's safe to say this state loves their sex toy penetration. New Jersey is number two in second place at 40.6%. We have the Garden State. Although New Jersey doesn't take the cake on this one, over 40% is still a very impressive percentage. You should be be very proud, Jersey. New York didn't even make the cut, so you can finally make fun of them for something. Illinois. With 39.7% of people in Illinois owning a dildo, this state comes in at number three on the list. Nice job, Illinois, rounding out the top three. Although politically one of the most important swing states where Pennsylvania doesn't waver, is in their love of dildos. According to Love Honey's survey, 38.8% of sex toy owners in Pennsylvania have a dildo in their collection. And number five is North Carolina. Although just two states away in Alabama, there's still a law on the books that says it's illegal to buy any type of sex toy at all. North Carolina is sitting pretty in fifth place at the top, in the top 10 states for dildo ownership. In North Carolina, 36.5% of people own dildo and rounding out the top 10 is rr wisconsin maryland oregon indiana and number 10 california at 33.5 percent so there you go now you know what the top states are for dildo ownership this next piece is from this website NewJersey.com. It's actually NJ.com. This uh, is written by Tony Rodin. R H O D I N. found this rather interesting. And I took a bunch of time before this episode to set up a little soundboard that I should have used already, but haven't. So I'm going to retroactively apply this to the previous story on dildo ownership oh, boy howdy there we go um so then moving on this is the story from nj.com <laughs> by tony roden a fire that was caused by a fish tank motor igniting and spreading to a nearby wall was put out in an unusual way Hackettstown police report. The heat caused a fish tank to crack in the 100 block of Lafayette Street, and the leaking water put out the fire, Sergeant Darren Tynan said in a news release. When police and fire rescue personnel arrived after the 5.11 a.m. call, they found heavy smoke in the home, but all the residents were safely out. So pretty interesting. The fish tank motor caused a fire. That fire caused the fish tank to crack. That crack caused the fish tank to leak water, which then put out the fire that started in the fish tank motor. So I thought that was a rather interesting piece to share with all of you. It's a sign of the end times. Oh, no. And this next piece is from Woman in the World. Com. It is written by Women in the World staff. Two-time Teacher of the Year suspended after showing students a, fo- a photo of her future wife. A woman who has twice been awarded Teacher of the Year honors at her Texas school is now suing the school after she said administrators suspended her for showing students a photo of her, quote, future wife. Stacey Bailey, an art teacher with the Mansfield Independent School District since 2008, said she was suspended by the school and eventually put in administrative leave after she showed some of her students a photo of Julie Vazquez, who was her girlfriend at the time and is now her wife. Bailey has filed a federal discrimination suit against the school district and two of its administrators over the fallout stemming from an incident at Charlotte Anderson Elementary in Arlington, Texas, last August. During a quote, Get to Know Your Teacher exercise, Bailey showed her class the picture of Vasquez and told them the woman was her future wife. But by the end of the week, a parent of one of her students had complained to school officials and accused Bailey of promoting a homosexual agenda in her class, the lawsuit says. Bailey was promptly put on administrative leave and said school officials asked for her resignation, but she refused. She eventually was reassigned to a nearby high school. Quote Stacy is filing this lawsuit and taking this action in hopes of pushing Mansfield Independent School District out of the shadows of discrimination and into the sunshine of equal rights, Jason Smith, her attorney, said. Bailey and Vasquez appeared at a press conference this week with Smith to discuss the lawsuit, but Bailey declined to actually speak with reporters. Vasquez made a statement, however, saying that she and Bailey have quote been hurt deeply by the suspension she added quote, it's shocking and disappointing that mansfield district officials treated my wife differently when she spoke about her family just as every teacher does she was singled out because her spouse happens to be a woman what the hell is wrong with us indeed what is wrong with us um if you want teachers to share personal information with their students. You should not be surprised when your lesbian and gay teachers share the same exact type of information that your heterosexual teachers, um, have absolutely no problem and no issue sharing with their students. So, uh, get with times, catch up, figure out, uh, what's really important in your students lives. And knowing that their teacher is married and has a wife uh, is not harmful to any of your students. All right, cool. And if you listen to any of my episodes in the past, you may find this story, at least the topic of this story, somewhat familiar. This is from APnews.com. Fort Dodge, Iowa. With best friends like these, who needs enemies? An Iowa man says his dog inadvertently shot him while they were roughhousing on Wednesday. 51-year-old Richard Remy of Fort Dodge told police he was he was playing with his dog Baloo on the couch and tossed the dog off his lap. He says when the Pitbull-Labrador mix bounded back up, he must have disabled the safety on the gun in his belly band and stepped on the trigger. Can you imagine that? It's horrid. It is inane and terrible. Mark my words. Very well said. Okay, that last one didn't make any sense. Um, The dog jumped up on him. It turned off the safety on his gun that was in his waistband and stepped on the trigger I don't think this is an accident this dog had it out for its owner Um, it knew what to do it had gone to some kind of dog gun training school or learned in the back alley from the other dogs what it needed to do to take out this owner The gun fired, striking one of Remy's legs. He was treated at a hospital and released later that day. So the only problem, this dog just didn't have good aim. He didn't have the dexterity to take that weapon and actually aim it where he wanted it to go. Remy told the Messenger newspaper that Baloo is, quote, a big wuss and laid down beside him and cried because he thought he had done something wrong. No. First of all, this is why Baloo doesn't like you because you call Baloo a big wuss all the time. Secondly, he lay down and cried because the shot didn't hear where he had hoped the shot didn't hit where he had hoped that it would go. Good timing on that. And this next piece also is from APNews.com. And this is from Leicester, Mass. I think it's pronounced Leicester. Though many Massachusetts towns are not pronounced how they are spelled. A Massachusetts police department says a fingerprint left in a hunk of Play-Doh led them to a shoplifting suspect. Ah, it's Leicester. It's phonetically spelled down here Leicester police responded to Walmart on December 11 after employee found several electronic Anti-theft devices that had been covered in the malleable clay in the malleable clay-like toy Did they really have to describe to us what play-doh is? I guess maybe there's a few of you young people out there That uh, didn't have play-doh in your life. Maybe some of you old people too never had play-doh in your life, but I think play-doh is uh, well known enough that they did not need to describe Play-Doh and let us know it's a malleable clay-like toy. In any event, this malleable clay-like toy was covering over a number of electronic anti-theft devices in an apparent attempt to neutralize them. The attempt to disable the spider-wrap devices failed and the suspect had fled. He did, however, leave a fingerprint impression in the Play-Doh. Police announced Monday the Connecticut Forensics Laboratory helped find a match for the print. Police charged 55-year-old Dennis Jackson with unlawful removal of an anti-theft device. Police say he has a long criminal record and faces arrest warrants in at least two other states. Sometimes stuff happens. I'm not finding any redeeming value in it. and this next one i found really interesting as well Boingboing.net is the source let's see if there is an author looks like originally this was written by zach budrick um john hopkins computer science professor peter frolic grades his students on a curve the highest score on the final gets an A and everyone else is graded accordingly. Clever students in Froelich's intermediate programming, computer system fundamentals, and introduction to programming for scientists and engineers figured out that this meant if they all boycotted the exam, they'd all get A's. Look at that. Okay, I'm doing it. So they organized a boycott milling around the hall outside the class where the exams were being sat, sternly reminding each other that if no one sat the exam, they'd all get straight A's, ignoring Froelich's pleas to come and sit the exam. Froelich praised his students' solidarity. Quote, The students learned that by coming together, they can achieve something that individually they could never have done. At a school that is known for competitiveness i didn't expect that reaching such an agreement was possible very well said and it's pretty remarkable um what we can do when we cooperate people talk about how important and how great competition is in our society in our culture in our economy, but instead of competition, cooperation offers us many, many more benefits in many, many instances. I'm going to move on now. And moving on, uh, there's a brand new social media site out there, and I'm always skeptical of brand new social media sites because uh, the old and big ones um, use us for our, uh, to basically sell it to us, to advertise to us. And the new and young ones can hardly ever get a foothold into the system. But this one I do find interesting. It is called Top Topic. It is at toptopic.com, where you can go and post any stories, like you would post them on Twitter or on Facebook or on Reddit. Uh, From my perspective, it's most similar to Reddit. It's in its infancy, so it does not have an enormous amount of posts yet. But the second thing that's really interesting about Top Topic is... um, you can boost other people's posts. First you can upvote them. Um, you can upvote any post once and you know freely. but you can also boost other people's posts and you boost other people's posts by giving them coins. You can choose the number of coins you want to give them. Each coin is worth two cents. Um, obviously you buy in to get coins or you get coins from earning coins by posting on the website. Um, I have put up a few posts there and got upvotes and got boosts, uh, earned $2 and 80 cents in just a couple of days. Um, I don't think that's, uh, a long-term steady source of income, but if this really catches on, if this builds up to be, you know, 10% of what, uh, Facebook has or 50% of what Reddit has, um, you know, there could be some real money. In this and it's all about what um, you post and whether people find that information engaging artwork music I mean there are many categories already and it's open for you to suggest new categories so it's bound to uh, grow significantly from where it is now whether it's going to be in it for the long term who knows there's a lot of social media sites that start up that get going that don't catch on I for one hope this one does I think that it's conceptually done very well and uh, has some real promise into being a place where um, collectively we can upvote and push forward um, stories music artwork etc that we like I'm just looking for pants so I posted a piece on Top Topic just a couple hours ago. um, It's gotten uh, three upvotes. I've gotten a new follower. And yeah, so far that's it for that one. Um, So, you know, hopefully more people see it. The piece that I posted, it's called Gun Marketing. And I will show it to you. It's the latest thing I posted on. I will show it to you, but if you're listening to this later, obviously you won't see it. Unless... You go to Polarticle, P-O-L-A-R-T-I-C-A-L uh, dot com and take a look at the first item that will show up. It's called Gun Marketing. Um, it's a piece that I drew a number of different guns uh, that have been used in mass shootings, and gave them some new taglines, uh, like the first one, instead of like, you know, AR-15 or uh, AK-47, and these like names that, that the gun uh, manufacturers throw at their devices, I figured these things needed taglines that were more akin to their impact on our society. So the first one I've named, The Crowd Thinner, the second one I've named Party Killer. The third one is called Class Dismiss. The fourth called Headshot of the Class. And the fifth called Student Body, etc. So there's about seven or eight guns that I've drawn on here. Um my most recent recent piece of art that I've put up on Polarticle. Um I'm working on a piece now on the Iran nuclear deal and the fact that uh, Donald Trump has broken that deal and is imposing sanctions. Those sanctions were approved by Congress last summer. Um, So Congress kind of uh, helped goad Trump into breaking the Iran deal. Not that he needed any help. He campaigned on the issue. Um, It's... uh, foolish thing to walk away from that deal, when by all accounts, I shouldn't say all accounts, there are people who detract from what's happening there and disagree, but those are kind of akin to the people who uh, believe that global warming isn't happening or isn't caused by human activity. Um, But in any case, the vast majority of entities agree that Iran has held up its side of that deal and so it is the United States that is the first party to this deal that is uh, breaking the deal and walking away from it. Um, not a good thing if we want Iran to not pursue a nuclear weapons program. Um, if we walk away from the deal that to which they agreed to not do so then that. Freeze them up to do so if they choose to. Fortunately for the world, uh, there are a number of other parties to that agreement. Um, China, Russia, UK, Germany, France, etc., um, that are still believe in that agreement are still a part of that agreement. Unfortunately, um, the U.S. If the U.S. imposes sanctions which are against that agreement then that could put some real significant stress and strain on Iran to abandon the agreement as well. Um, Fortunately, at this point, um, Europe has refused to join any sanctions regime. So Europe is still um, dealing with Iran in the way that it has been um, under this agreement and will continue to do so. So that's the bright side of a fairly dark subject but it's this kind of stuff that drives me freaking crazy indeed it is so I think that is about it for this episode um so what did you think about that so far this is the worst radio ever okay um so that will wrap up this recording. Uh, like I said, this may may make it onto the feed and will be the first um, Unrelated Things podcast that I put out in more than a year. Uh, but maybe I'll uh, get into the swing of things and end up doing this monthly or, or God forbid, even uh, a little bit more often. Uh, Yeah, that's a weird PSA. All right, so check out UnrelatedThings.net. Check out Pollyrical.com. You can hear my music, my political music podcast, where I play music and talk about issues related to that music. And check out Bernie 2020, where I talk about uh, various stories in the news and look at Polarticle.com to see the artwork that I've been, uh, producing primarily focused on Trump and the current administration, um, trying to broaden and get beyond, uh, Trump itself. Um, after the Parkland shooting, Trump, uh, said, quote, you don't know until you test it, but I think I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. So unfortunately for everyone at the Santa Fe High School, Trump wasn't uh, available to run in and stop that shooting there either. So uh, as I said, thanks a lot, everybody. Check out those things. Uh, Send me a message at unrelatedthings at gmail.com. unrelated Unrelated things. things